I'm Al Brenham. And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Brenham. And we are coming to you from Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. And today we're doing, what was it? The... <laughs> you don't even I, know. I know what we're doing. I just don't know. <laughs> the Wait. phrasing? Yes. What the Al is the Shining. Yes, we are doing What the Al is the Shining. All right. So, The Shining. Alistair. What do you know about The Shining? Or, like, what have I shown you, and what do you know for sure? And, well, you really haven't shown me anything, but I do know that there's a hotel, and the hotel's, like, alive, and and it's trying to, like, consume people to do what they want? Something okay. like that? Like, like, control them, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, gotcha. And... I guess other than that little bit that I suppose you know. Yeah, no, I haven't really shown you anything. I haven't shown you the trailer or anything. We have rugs of The Shining. Mm-hmm. And that's that's about it. I've got a t-shirt. So I suppose you've probably seen that, but you might not even know that that's what that is. So, yeah, I guess you haven't seen much. So you don't have a ton to go on, right? But there are then some really interesting questions that I think we can pose throughout this episode because you know this hotel business, right? Mm -hmm. But then there is, of course, that title, The Shining, and what the Al is, The Shining, okay? And so that's really what I'm hoping we get into, not just hotel stuff, but specifically what you think The Shining is, like what does that mean, right? What does that mean? What is it? And so I guess I'll just open the floor up to you, man. Mm-hmm. What the Al is The Shining? So, basically what I have here is that, like, so, like, our main character's friend, who is supposedly the son of the person who owns the hotel, and he invites our main character and his other friends that are, of course, so he invites them all to the hotel to stay there overnight. And, like, it's the... It's that same hotel that I talked about, and... So how old are these friends? They're, like, teenagers, basically. Okay, okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. That friend is already, like, consumed by the hotel. Okay. Um, like, possessed, basically? Yes. Yeah. He is doing what the hotel wants to get, like, to, like, possess those other people, basically. Gotcha. So he's trying to get the... So the friend of our main character. What's our main character's name? Jonathan. Jonathan. Okay, good old default Jonathan. So Jonathan, our protagonist, is invited to this hotel by his friend whose father owns the hotel. Jonathan's friend is possessed by the hotel and is trying to get Jonathan and the other friends to be possessed too. Yes. Okay, great. And also, that friend tells them that this one area is forbidden and that they can go them there because he can't even go there okay but he does go there 
He just doesn't want them to go there. Well, the hotel doesn't want them to go there. Gotcha. So it's like a it's like a ghostly room or whatever. Uh, it's where all the uh, possessed people are. Okay. It's okay. Well, gotcha. Where all of them are. So, what's the deal with this hotel then? In so, your story, um, and mind you, uh, listeners, if you've never heard an episode of what the Al is or who the Al is. You may be crazy confused about what we're doing. Obviously, Al doesn't know the story, so this is his version of the story, right? This is what you're totally guessing based on the little bit that you know this movie might be about, right? Mm -hmm. So what's going on with the hotel in your version of the story? Two years before um, where the hotel was, there was just a hill, and then like... A year before this happened, there just one day it was there. Oh man, it's like a ghost hotel. Ba- yeah, it basically just appeared, but none of the people in the town thought anything about it. They just thought somebody built it. Yeah, um, the kind of way where you know, if you don't go into a neighborhood for a little while, and then suddenly there's a store open, right? Or suddenly there's a house built, and you're like, "Where did this come from? I was here just a month ago, or whatever," right? Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing. And plus, if it's a ghost house, you know, there's there's maybe something supernatural going on with that, too, that could sort of facilitate that feeling of, man, this came out of nowhere, but I guess somebody built it. So I buy that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But but the police weren't were kind of suspicious of it because, like, it just appeared there. And actually, one of the police saw it. Just like one of them was like, just looked at the hill, looked somewhere else. When they looked back at the hill, it was just there. Ah, so one person in the town knows. Well, one of the police. <laughs> Is the, the police officer not a person? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So <laughs> the police are worried, but the townspeople seem so happy that they just didn't want to say anything. <laughs> yeah, right? Why spoil their fun? Sure. Yeah. Okay, so then this hotel comes out of nowhere. We got John, Jonathan... And his friends at the hotel being maybe possessed by the hotel. What happens in the story? And where does this police officer come in? And I guess before we even get into that, let's backtrack a tiny bit. Because those are my big questions for the story, right? Where does it go from there? How does the police officer factor in? But here's my big question for you. What is The Shining? The Shining is the name of the hotel. Okay, The Shining Hotel. And also, um, the police, one of the factors that they thought it was a little weird was that the police, that one person that saw it reported back to the police the next day, um, him, his house, uh, his family members were all gone. Wow. They just disappeared. Man. And everybody that knew the police, that one person that was, like, Anybody that was like his friends or, the or like officer? the yeah, okay. um, anybody that knew him, the memories were like some of the memories of him were forgotten and they were hazy. Oh, so like, the hotel like erased him? Um, almost. Oh, that's cool. So, in your story here, this cop sees the hotel manifest out of nothingness because it's a mm-hmm. ghost hotel, the Shining Hotel, and. Because the hotel knows that he's on to its sort of scheme or the fact that it isn't a natural hotel, 
The hotel tries to wipe him from existence. Yeah. Okay, that's he, wild. Yeah, because he didn't, like, see it. it. He literally blinked and it was there. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so then where does the story go? Back to my earlier questions. What happens with Jonathan and his friends and how does this cop play into it? So, well, Jonathan and his friends all think it's weird that no one else is there, but... <laughs> yeah, they, that would be weird. Yeah, but um, they but they don't really think about that much. Sure. Because they're really excited that they get to stay at this place. Sure. I mean, especially if, like, their friend's dad owns it, which is interesting, too. I Let's, let's talk about this for a second. <laughs> We're getting out of the story again. But if... Jonathan's friend's dad owns the hotel. That means that the hotel convinced this kid's dad that he owns it? No. Something like that? Not, well, not really. Um, as I said at the beginning, he supposedly does because... Oh. Yeah. So it's like their friend who's possessed by the hotel is saying, hey, my dad runs the hotel. Come on and stay here. Yeah. Because, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a hotel trick through Jonathan's friend. Yes. And gotcha. As I said, he tried to erase that um, policeman, but also it can almost do the exact opposite. So the hotel tried to put the thing that um, his friend's dad owns it in everyone's mind. Gotcha. So like everybody suddenly convinced that oh yeah no this like this guy owns the hotel. Yeah, because he's he like, built it. Yeah, because he's like. Of course, like the richest person in like the whole town. Basically. Gotcha. Right, right. So then what happens with Jonathan and his friends? We're back to these questions again. Mm-hmm. And the police <laughs> officer. So Jonathan does get uh, um, confused because his friend is acting a little weird. And uh-huh. his other friends that came there were starting to act weird because one by one they were slowly starting to get possessed by the hotel. Uh-huh. So, um, when, so he got, um, so he didn't, like, oh gosh, I don't really know how to say this, but like, um, he was like suspicious of his friend, so he like forced him to tell him about the hotel, so. So now Jonathan knows. Yeah, that it can do that. Yeah, so, so, like, his friend has this moment of clarity, like, oh, my gosh, I'm possessed by a ghost hotel. It's trying to take us over. So now Jonathan knows. What does Jonathan do? How does this cop play in? So, um, since there's only a couple of his other friends that aren't possessed, him and that other friend that um realized that he was, they all try to get out, but they realize that they're all locked in. Okay, sure. Yeah, now it's like we're locked inside. Kind of a house on Haunted Hill situation, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, Yeah. oh yeah, like if the house on Haunted Hill was actually a ghost and Mm -hmm. was like taking people over. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Like the house is locked, so then they try to see if they can get out of the window, but the windows have bars over them. Oh, of course, yeah. They just appeared. Yeah, they just appeared there. So they're literally stuck in the house. So they try everything they can to get out, but everyone who was possessed by it um, doesn't want them to get out. Of course out. not. So they no. all um, literally attack them. So then, what is the go- what is this like ghost hotel? The Shining Ghost Hotel. 
What does it want with the people that it's possessing? Well, um, what it is, is basically it just, it wants to have everyone to believe it. It, The Shining Hotel, um, was, you didn't used to be a hotel. It actually used to be, um, a person. Okay. Um, and that person was so rich and greedy that no one liked him and eventually they killed him oh but, my gosh they didn't yeah, like him so because, they just killed him yeah because oh like he was enforcing bad things on everyone and uh-huh. he was really mean um so, so then, this is like an eat the rich yeah. kind of scenario got it yeah and then but he was so greedy that basically he came back as the hotel and he wanted everyone to see him as a god, basically. Oh, wow. So he turns into like this spectral, godlike building yeah. <laughs> ghost man. I don't like that's that's wild. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Jonathan and his friends, or at least Jonathan, trying to escape the hotel. We've got this police officer in play. How does this all come together at the end of the film, in the climax? So, they have to, like, hide, and eventually they they have to fight them. Because if they stay in there too long, they will get possessed. Sure, so of they, course. So, eventually, they, like, basically create some weapons out of what they can. Uh-huh. And they fight everything. All of them. Like, they fight the hotel? Or they, the, the possessed people? They fight the um, possessed people, Basic. Um, the possessed people and the hotel because the hotel literally is a per- is a person, so it can like it can basically do like it's conscious, like yeah. it, it's got a consciousness, mm-hmm. right? So it can react to them reacting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then the hotel's fighting back, but I want to know where this police officer plays into this. This police officer, like. Uh, this police officer, um, like, hmm, the police officer didn't really just disappeared. The hotel didn't want him telling anybody, so the hotel literally possessed him. Oh, so the police officer ends up possessed too? Yes. Oh, man, I thought he was gonna, like, come in to save the day, but he's possessed. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, um... He's like the um, loyal helper of the hotel, basically. Okay, so the police officer works for the hotel now, right? The the ghost hotel. How does Jonathan get out of this situation? So, does he? Yeah, he literally has to fight that policeman. Okay. And they do beat him. Um, And he has the key to get out. Oh, all right. So, like... The police officer and Jonathan's friend, basically controlled by the hotel, get Jonathan and their other friends into the hotel to try to possess them. So then Jonathan has to fight his friend and his other possessed friends who get possessed and this police officer who happens to have the key, basically acting Mm -hmm. like a security guard for the Shining Ghost God Hotel. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah, so, um, Jonathan... So Jonathan gets the key, um, and like he like um gets all his friends out of the hotel, mm-hmm. 
and he locks it, um, and he gets out of the hotel with the key. Okay. And he goes and tells the police, and they were kind of suspicious, so they so they actually believed him. Oh, man, yeah, that's so, a twist. Okay. Yeah. Because, well, it was a little weird that a hotel um, just appeared mm-hmm. out of no, out of nothingness in the blink of an eye. So gotcha. they believed him, and um, the hotel was destroyed. How did they destroy it? Um, they hit it by a wrecking ball. Hit it with a wrecking ball. Yeah, that'll take care of it, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Man, is that everything? Um, well... Uh, everybody that was in the hotel, um, since the hotel was destroyed, they aren't possessed anymore. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. So, does that answer the question, what the Al is The Shining? Yep. Okay. Do you want to pause this and watch a trailer and then come back? Yeah. Okay. We're back. All right, man. So... What did you learn from that trailer? We watched, so you know, listeners, there's, of course, the one trailer where it's just the elevator. We didn't watch that one because obviously that wouldn't tell him anything. There's kind of a more recent trailer for it, which is on like the Stanley Kubrick YouTube channel. So you can track it down, but it's a little bit more about the story kind of. So, Al, from this trailer, what did you glean? So what I learned is like, there's like this person who like owned the owned the hotel, I think, or something. I think it said something like that that he like owned it, right? Maybe something like no, that. No, not exactly. He was the. They were talking about a caretaker. Do you yeah. know what a caretaker is? Um, they basically take care and yes, yeah. yes. And it said that one winter he must have just had like a fully mental break. Down and he killed his family, basically. Sure. And the family comes to stay there for a winter. They have yes. to basically survive it. And they have to survive it. From yeah, him. basically, right? And that's kind of, that's the basic setup, you know, is this family goes to stay in this hotel where bad stuff has happened and they're staying there for the winter to take care of it. And that's the story of The Shining. And... There are a lot of other things that I guess I could tell you, but I, I feel like it would ruin the experience for you. Um, there are elements that you got right that maybe aren't right in the movie. <laughs> there's there's a... I, I guess I can give you a little bit of history, I suppose. So this is adapted from a book by Stephen King. The person who adapted it for the screen was Stanley Kubrick. And Kubrick kind of didn't care much about the book and being true to the book so he did basically what he like whatever he wanted with it right and the result is that it's kind of different what the hotel and the shining and everything are from the book to the movie and back again though you can say that maybe what's happening in the movie is exactly what's happening in the book in some ways the movie is so vague about a lot of it that you kind of have to make up your own mind what's going on and with that in mind here i kind of don't want to tell you anything else because one day you're going to see it and i want you to be able to make up your own mind what's happening in the movie because the movie doesn't tell us everything 
The movie mm-hmm. keeps yeah. a ton from us, and that's and it's really cool in that regard. Um, the Shining mm-hmm. is for me one of the most influential films in like my writing mm-hmm. <laughs> when i write horror movies when i write my movies it's a huge influence on me because mm-hmm. of course i might have got some things right in the book and in the movie but they might not have been in this <laughs> yeah scene. yeah exactly yeah. i mean some people who know about the book or whatever can look at the movie and go oh yeah here's all the stuff from the book but I don't think it's that simple because they are their own individual works. You know, yeah. the movie is the movie. The book is the book. The movie takes stuff from the book. But if Kubrick didn't care about that stuff, then, you know, it didn't make it in. It's just not there. So, yeah, it's it's totally up to interpretation. And you got a lot of stuff really close. Like, listeners, if you thought listening to Al's story... Oh man, he's getting a lot of stuff like not accurate. I, I mean, the there's a correlation between a lot of the stuff that was talked about in your story and what happens in the movie and the book and stuff. Specifically, this idea of people taking care of the hotel, you know, like this this whole caretaker angle was something that is very much present in your version of the story, though you know nothing mm-hmm. of that going in, right? Mm-hmm. So that's cool, man. Anything you want to ask or add? No. Okay. So what do you got to tell our listeners about places to find us online? Mm-hmm. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash wordsalad. Mm-hmm. And that supports our show. It supports Word Salad Radio. Keeps us doing our weird side projects. Mm-hmm. I do a show completely for Patreon called Cinemuck. And there are even episodes of it that are publicly available on there too i i try to do one episode a year that's open to the public so hop on over there you can give it a listen uh al and i do stuff for patreon a lot during the summer when al's out of school we do videos and extra shows and things like that because we have a good time there but uh yeah patreon.com slash word salad support the show that way Mm -hmm. they can also support the show by uh you can find us on Twitter. Oh, at, I, I meant I was more. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was meaning more going on oh, other yeah, websites. Yeah, okay. Um, to rate and review. Oh yeah. Like Apple Podcasts and mm-hmm. things, right? Al has really been wanting to read some more on the show, and so we check before every episode. We haven't been getting any new ones recently. So if you think about it, head over to Apple Podcasts, give us a review or whatever, and Al will read it on the show. Much appreciated. He has fun with that. And then, I mean, you don't have to. Like, obviously, we're not begging for ratings and reviews. We're not, I don't know, sociopaths or whatever. So (laughs) you can find us on Apple Podcasts and review there and maybe other places. I don't know. But Alistair, other places online, they can find us. Social media. You can find us on Twitter at cadaver underscore cast. You can find us on Instagram at cadavercast one word um you can find us on facebook at the cadavercast critters and creeps club join the club and you can email us at cadavercast at gmail.com nice with no prompting from me on any of those (laughs) good job dude Mm -hmm. well there it is listeners thank you for joining us alistair 
you know what to do. You've been listening to another episode of Cadavercast. I'm Mel Burnham. And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. We love ya. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks. Thanks.